everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of the Patchman Hockey Show. We are the Patchman. I'm Jimmy and that's Johnny. And on this show, we look at NHL patches and teach you the hockey history behind the patch. Every patch has a story. And this week, episode 10, we yeah, should have a patch 10. for episode 10. 10 year patch. 10? Not really. Well. <laughs> 10 show patch, but this week we're talking about the 25th anniversary season of the 1991-92 Minnesota North Stars. Yeah, so right here you can see the patch, right up there too. Um, it's a pretty big patch compared to pretty much all the other ones, um, aside from the Gretzky one, it's a little bit bigger than that one. Um, right here is worn on the shoulder. You have you have the black, and then you have the the green. Um, you have a, re a referee in there dropping the puck with the face off. So that's Mike Modano, right there, and then you yeah. have. Bill Goldsworthy. Yeah, Bill Goldsworthy. Um, you know, just commemorating the 25-year anniversary of the team. Um, what a cool patch. This is personally one of my favorite patches. This is actually the first patch um, I collected. I started collecting with the North Stars patch. Um, and I love it. First of all, I love the, the color scheme of the green, the gold, and the black. That's why... You know, we did our logo after the after this. Yeah. Really, it's after this this patch um, and the North Stars colors in general. That's, so if you see that little opening thumbnail on the YouTube videos uh, and our logo, our green logo, it's inspiration it's right here. Comes from this patch. Um, really cool patch. Thick. Well, it's not thick, but I mean, it's like heavy. It's they they wore it on the left shoulder, uh, as John was saying, um, and. So it kind of is like a nod to the past and, the, and to the present. And there was also some uh, uniform changes that were happening at the time. And yeah, so as you can see right here, um, you have the black North Stars jersey with the new logo, which is reminiscent of the old Stars logo. Um, and then same with the white jersey here with the, the black piping on the side. Um, and, you know, when they went to Dallas, they put Dallas above that. But when you think of North Stars, you, you really don't think of this jersey. You think of the N, the N with the star. Yep. You know, they had gold, but it was more of a yellow. Um, the jersey was primarily green. Yeah, and then, you know, that's really what they're trying to connect here with these two. It's, a, it's such a cool concept with the, the past and the present and just the whole face-off thing right on the Stars logo. The new, it, it, that would be the new Stars logo. It's like center ice. Uh, number eight, number nine, um, and yeah, you know, I agree with you. I don't think when I think of the Minnesota North Stars, I think of the jersey, uh, the jerseys that they wore in the '91 Finals, like that year, the march through the playoffs. That is a beautiful green jersey. Those green helmets. It just talk about jerseys that really popped out. This, it's like they they knew they were getting ready to move to Dallas. It's like the black is also kind of uh, indicative of. This team, rest in peace, pretty much, right? In yeah, a way. The team is falling apart. The black, <laughs> essentially. Turn, turn the curtain out, right? Like, lights out, it's over. Um, as the North Stars would fade to black, essentially. Um, so, yeah, Mike Madonna, very young Mike Madonna, wearing the NHL. Uh, well, for this season, uh, they would wear the NHL 75th anniversary patch, hence why they could wear the 25th yeah. anniversary patch on the right on the right side of the chest so they had to wear the patch on their left shoulder um and it's cool how some teams and, and we're going to talk about this in the next episode 
how some teams that they wear double patches so it's not just one yeah. it's two on top of you know if they have a letter on their jersey how many patches are you gonna fit in one jersey yeah yeah <laughs> gets us excited here at patchman hockey um so anyway um so everybody knows who mike madonna is uh so Bill Goldsworthy, he he played 771 career NHL games uh, with 283 goals and 258 assists. Um, and the North Stars retired his jersey this season during the 25th anniversary season on February 15th, 1992. Um, unfortunately, um, Bill, Bill Goldsworthy, he died uh, in 1996 of complications from AIDS. Um, he was the first hockey player to, to come out publicly um, to have the disease. And he was yeah, diagnosed in November of 94. Um, so, yeah, it, it kind of sad how, um, you know, that the disease took over and eventually took his life. Um, and then, but the North Stars that year, you know, th they're coming off a successful run to the Stanley Cup Finals. I, I wouldn't say... Successful short of winning the cup. They lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins in six games. Um, and if you go back and you look at the footage from that playoff run, at the Met Center in Minnesota, you had this new logo slowly being introduced. Yep. And it was on the boards. Um, and I think they kind of had like a digital digitized uh, board, dashboard. Mm -hmm. And it would show the logo kind of like in a computer graphic. I don't know if it, I don't remember if it was on the ice yet or not. I, I don't, yeah, that's a good point. I don't, I, I don't think I so at that point, but it was slowly like you knew that, all right, the end for the North Stars logo, that's on done with. Um, and so <laughs> it's interesting with the, um, the 92 season, how it panned out. Yeah, not good. Did they not make the playoffs? They made the playoffs, but they were ninth in the Campbell Conference. <laughs> So you, you say to yourself, well, that doesn't make any sense. How could they be ninth and make the playoffs, right? So Calgary, so you got to remember the NHL at this time had four divisions. Yeah. So you had the Norris, the Adams, the Patrick, and the Smythe division. So the Minnesota North Stars were in the Norris division. Um, and Calgary uh, was in the Smythe division. But Calgary, the Calgary Flames had more points, so they were eighth in the conference. But because they were fifth in their division, it's the top four teams that make the playoffs. Calgary missed the playoffs, and the North Stars got in. Sounds like the NFC East in uh, <laughs> your playoffs, right? Yeah. Uh, seriously. Uh, like, it doesn't make any sense because later on the NHL would just go by points. Like, hey, doesn't matter. That's how it should be. And I think whoever has the most points, it shouldn't just be, oh, you're guaranteed because you're third, you're going to make the playoffs. Like... I don't think that, that works. So, yeah, North Stars finished fourth in the Norris division with 32 wins, 42 losses, and six mm. times. 70 points. That's a horrible season. I mean, wow. That, terrible. Um, so, yeah, so like we said, they had the, uh, the new logo. They adopted the new logo. Um, and they adopted the black color. That, that was, I guess they were kind of one of the first... Uh, aside from LA, um, they were probably one of the, f the first teams to adopt black as the primary color. Um, and yeah, um, 
Oh, I, I think the, the primary, it was actually on the ice at the Met Center. Yeah. And so the North Stars that season, um, they didn't fare well in the playoffs. Um, they just barely made the playoffs. And they would, they took a 3-2 series lead in the Norris Division um, uh, semifinals. Um, however, the Red Wings would win the, the game, This would win game six, uh, 1-0. Uh, in overtime, after a video referee review confirmed that Sergei Fedorov had a goal. And that's, Big, that's the first time that they ever first time video review right. hockey for the finals. Controversy. For um, the playoffs. Yes. And then the Red Wings would go on and win the seventh game at home 5-2. to two. Yeah, and you can't really blame the refs for that. Like, no, I mean... You're not doing your job. Goal to goal, yeah. take care of your own business. Yeah, so that would actually be this. They would not make the playoffs the next season, their final season in Minnesota. So for the silver season, this was the last time they made the playoffs. Um, their goalie John Casey talk. Have, we talked about goalie masks. He had a cool. He had a couple cool uh, Minnesota North Stars masks mm -hmm. with the green, the big star on it. Awesome. I mean, he had 19 wins, 23 losses. Just, just not good. Um, and, you know, Mike Madano, what can you say? I mean, this kid, he was leading the team in stats. I mean, he had 33 goals that season, um, 77 points. One of the few bright spots of the season, Brian Bellows, um, 75 points, 30 goals, 45 assists. Brian Bellows, longtime North Star. Um, Dave Gagne, um, 31 goals. Uh, they, so they actually had some thirsts uh, on some... Yeah. Players, sorry about the uh, the printout. <laughs> printout ran out of ink, I think. Um, so they actually had four players over thirty goals, um, and you know they had a young upstart uh, on day, Darian Hatcher, uh, who would eventually become the future captain of the Dallas Stars. Yeah, that stuck with them for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, he was a real rough and rugged player, um, and then Minnesota, you know. They were in a state of flux, really, with ownership, um, right? Yeah, well, with uh, the, actually the ownership, they wanted to move the team to the Bay Area. The NHL didn't want and that. They wanted the big franchise fee. Um, so as a result of that, they ended up allowing the ownership, the, gun, uh, the guns, to get the San Jose franchise if they sold the North Star franchise. Um, to Norm Green and Howard Baldwin. Howard Baldwin um, was actually one of the original owners of the Hartford Whalers. I didn't know. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so the San Jose would become a franchise. In the following year, during the expansion draft, they actually had a dispersal draft, too, where... Like, half the team was have, stripped. Yeah, half the team was stripped, essentially. You, yeah. They protected, I think, 24 players, or 14 players were protected from the North Stars. Mm -hmm. And then, um, how many? So, yeah, 14 players were protected. They would, the Sharks would have first pick from the remaining North Stars roster to go to San Jose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the draft, it would be used to fill spots for Minnesota and San Jose. Yeah, there's that, that tie there with the North Stars and the Sharks. And the Sharks are celebrating their 30-year anniversary this season. Um, and just think they came from the North Stars, and the North Stars would move and become the Dallas Stars. Yeah, and what else is interesting, um, the California Golden Seals and the Cleveland Barons 
those teams merged and moved to Minnesota. So yeah, that Bay Area connection again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fascinating. I, I think the the ownership issues in Minnesota are it's it's super interesting and intriguing to look back and say, well, what if? Like, I mean, would Minnesota have left sooner? Because uh, it didn't Maybe work. They got a new arena. Because the Met was kind of falling apart and held 15,000 people. They had the brand new Target Center downtown, where the Timberwolves played. But we, I saw this online. I don't know if it's true, but one of the main reasons why the North Stars didn't play at the Target Center is because the Target Center had a sponsorship with Coke. And Pepsi was the main sponsor at the Met, and the North Stars didn't want to lose money on that revenue stream. Maybe, maybe not. I just don't think Norm Green really wanted to keep the team because originally no. he bought out, surely bought out Howard Baldwin, his share. Um, and it was speculation that the North Stars were going to move. I mean, the, the attendance records in the, in the late 80s, I mean, it was not good. It was like, you know, 8,000, 10,000 a seat average in a season. They would, it would be increased when they went to the finals. And that's what happens. I said this early on. I mean, you want people to come to games. Put a winning product on the ice. That's how you, you build your fan base. You build your audience. And you plant the seeds for generations of fans. Uh, yeah, if they're not going to draw. You know? Yeah, because I kind of look back. And granted, I wasn't around. We weren't around. We were freaking three, yeah. four, or five <laughs> years old. You know, it's Minnesota. Minnesota is the state of hockey. So how the North Stars couldn't have worked is a little weird to me and i get it you need a new arena the met center was old um and it would be demolished two years later in 94. um so it looks like they could have easily went to the target center it seems like more green yeah, it seems like more of an ownership yeah issue and battle and they just wanted that team moved yeah you kind of saw the same thing in atlanta yeah with the thrashers it, it they just yeah just kind of pulled the plug on it we're going to dallas uh, you know and it's always a blame game too. It's always, and it's always, you know, with the local officials and they're, you know, the owners pointing the finger at them. We need more money. We we need a new arena. But I mean, tax breaks, whatever. And you just don't know kind of who to believe. But Norm Green, he was a pretty shady cat, needless to say. And you can go back and there's a video on YouTube. I think if you just type in Norm Green, Norm Green sucks. It's this <laughs> video. It's about 12 years old, but it's from. Um, the last Minnesota North Stars game, and it's a bunch of fans uh, tailgating, and they're just saying, hey, you know, Norm Green, you're taking our team away, go after yourself. Like, yeah. you know, and a, a bunch of other things. It's, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny because of the 90s fashion at the time, the hairstyles, <laughs> like, it's funny. But they're all outside. Yeah, everyone's got heavy Minnesota accents, so. Yep, <laughs> yep. But they moved the team. They moved the team to Dallas, and, you know, just like we said in the Gretzky episode, south. Who would ever thought you'd see a hockey team in Dallas? Right. I, and the Dallas Stars would find playoff success. They would make the playoffs in the first season, 94. Um, and they would win the Cup in 1999. And, and they'd beat Buffalo. Uh, controversial. Very. Controversial finish, Brett oh, Hall. Imagine <laughs> if Twitter was around in 99 when that happened. Oh, my God. Oh. They right. shouldn't even have shown that replay. Just like, yeah, I, I don't know. That sucks. I'm sorry, Buffalo. That sucks, but Stars got their cup and good for them because they made the finals. They made the Stanley Cup finals in 1991, but they also made it in 1981 as well. Um, they lost to the New York Islanders. Uh, I don't know what the results were of that series, 
But, you know, there, it was their time to, to get to the cup. And unfortunately, actually, you know, speaking of Dallas, they were just in the Stanley Cup Finals last year in 2020 in the bubble. Um, and they lost to, to Tampa. So, yeah. But overall, it's a, a cool history with the North Stars. Um, you, you wonder, what if teams didn't move? You know, what if Hartford got a new arena? The Whalers would still be where they are. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But th things like that just make you make you think. Yeah, and luckily enough, like Minnesota came back. They got their franchise. They got a new franchise. It's wild. I think 97, they approved it in 02, I believe, was the Wilds' first season in Minnesota. And Wilds going strong. Yeah, Wilds going strong. And, and speaking of the... Um, you know, the Wild in their retro reverse jerseys. Yeah. You know, we talked about it in a couple episodes ago. Um, hey, is, you think maybe it's time that the Wild just wear the North Stars colors? Dallas isn't wearing them. Dallas's color scheme is completely different. It's a lighter shade of green. Uh, their jerseys are more like, if you think about the like the Chicago Blackhawks red jersey, it's like that but green. Then you have the white and the black trim. Yeah, and everything I read, like, even though the Stars have all the records, it's they're pretty, it's an amicable relationship with Minnesota, with the Wild. Um, yeah. You know, easily the Stars can like shut down them using those kind of jerseys probably. But I don't think they would. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Dallas would have an issue. I mean, Minnesota, they celebrate the, the North Stars. I mean, they look back in the past and um, you see you see a lot of those jerseys still. Um, and matter of fact, when Mike McDonald played his final game... Uh, I think it was in Minnesota. I don't know if it was the final game of his career. He wore a North Star jersey. He came yeah. out yep. and he wore the North Star jersey. Big standing ovation. Uh, awesome. Awesome. So he meant a lot to Minnesota. I mean, he he was essentially like Team Mussolini. He was, you know, uh, how Team Mussolini was in Winnipeg. You have that young star, like... Yeah, stuck with the team that you don't really see anymore. I mean, with... You you would see you know, talking in like the nineties and two thousand, you can name one player from every team that stuck with them. Yeah, now, that now really had a lengthy career. Yeah, well you know I give Jamie Benn credit in Dallas right now. I mean he's been yeah. a star for I don't know eight seasons now. Yeah, so he's a he's a good one. Um, but nobody has like the the career like Mike Pinano had with with Dallas. Um, I mean even Tyler Seguin Seguin has been there for a while as well. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I kind of wonder if they'll even bring back these jerseys at some point. Um, to me, they're kind of just bland. Uh, I don't really like them because it just it's very, like, uh, you know, black it's and white. It looks not finished compared to what they did when they went to Dallas with, you know, the whole star outline. Yes. A, not finished is a great way. They really, of, they really pol polished them, I would say. Yeah. I like the star on the helmet. Um... And I really like the patch. I mean, I can't say enough about the patch. It's a really cool patch. Uh, it's probably why it was more expensive than some of the other patches that I've bought. Um, but, and it's just cool. I mean, and this is honestly, this is what the patches are all about. This is what the patchment is all about. Uh, it's all about celebrating hockey history, bringing everybody together. Yeah, I, you know, Jimmy says it all the time, like there's a story behind every patch. And it, it, it's so true, like, a patch connects connects to something with hockey. Like 
mem like in memorial somebody in memorial of a team. Yep. An anniversary, some kind of benchmark. Yeah. Yeah. I and I just I it's something I just noticed now. I did you point point this out? But on the patch, there's a star, the new logo, and then the old N no, on the shoulder. That. There's actually oh right here. Yeah, and then so then I just I had not noticed that before. So that's really cool. Like, and, like the, the details that go into that, and it's like what we very well, what we think all the time. Like how what went into making this patch? Who made this patch? What I, we're gonna we're gonna find out. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard. I mean, and plus you know the far, the further you go back in time, history, those people probably aren't around anymore. Like working, maybe they are depending on how old they were are at the time, but. You know, this is thirty years ago, so it's it's, it's a that's that's a long time. Yeah, this definitely wasn't made by a marketing department. Like this is straight up like we're gonna put a cool patch together, and this is our thoughts, and let's just put it out there. I I I just like I can't get enough of it. I really love it. That's why if, if you guys are collecting patches like us, highly suggest you get the Minnesota North Stars patch. It's probably this one in Lake Tahoe are probably you know my favorites so far that we've reviewed. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you have anything else? No, I would say, you know, thanks again for checking us out. You know, keep watching, write a review, please. Um, let us know what you think. Subscribe. Subscribe, at Patchman Hockey on Instagram. Trying to come out with pretty cool content every day. Yep, um, that's the best place. Instagram's the best place. It really is, you know. I, you know, it's, it's Twitter, too much on Twitter. Instagram, we got everything on there. Check it out. Word of yep. Patchman. I'm Jimmy. That's John. I'm John. That's John. <laughs> so, thanks again, guys. Thanks, guys.